Hey associates, this is the kind of audio version explanation of your recommendation report um, block for TCID 2090. So this is all through unit three and in unit three, we are really focused on how do we report technical information uh, and help support, of course, user action. Uh, so you can follow along in the Canvas shell and I'm just going to kind of read and explain all the pieces uh, for those of you who do a little bit better and like having that audio uh, counterpart. All right, so uh, your technical writing and design challenge is creating a recommendation report. A recommendation report is a document that discusses multiple solutions to a problem and makes a recommendation on which solution to choose. So as the name implies, your goal is to write research and then present all of that balanced, data-driven, you know, content uh, to your reader so that way they understand, right, what is the best solution, best action to take based on your research and your data. Now, it is a type of formal report that is used in a variety of settings, business, government, school, academia, like all over the place. Anytime we need to, again, make a good data-driven, like ethical, best, most feasible, you know, decision, a recommendation report comes in really handy. Now, the purpose of a recommendation report is to help decision makers make informed choices by providing them with a thorough analysis of the pros and cons of each solution. So specifically what you're doing on this project, your individual, this is not a group project, this is individual, your individual design challenge is to create a useful, usable, and enjoyable recommendation report about a sustainability, equity, economic, or technological issue in a field of your choosing and the existing solutions. Right? So you're writing this report about pick an issue in your field and what are the current kind of solutions, options, best practices for that issue. You will need to conduct primary, so you generate some new data uh, and secondary research to find if or which option is best positioned to solve the problem at hand. Your written report needs to explain the following. An introduction. This section should provide an overview of the problem or opportunity that the report is addressing. You must include your purpose statement here. So you have to tell the readers, right, this report compare solutions to XYZ issue to offer, you know, the best recommendation, right? What is the actual purpose? Why am I reading this document? Then you need to have a problem description and technical knowledge section. This section should provide a detailed description of the problem or opportunity the report is addressing. You should also provide that technical background that's necessary for understanding the comparative discussion. Uh, so this is very similar to the literature review right, that you are reading in a lot of the um, scholarly reports and, and manuscripts and articles. And so here it's basically, hey, let me explain what the the problem is, all this background, knowledge, information, you know, past work, um, reasons why it's an issue, just all that background kind of technical knowledge. So that way your readers are set up to understand then your, your sort of research and your recommendation. Then you'll have your requirements and decision making. So this section should identify the requirements that the solution must meet, as well as the factors that will be considered when making the decision. Uh, we really call these our criteria for the recommendation. 
Um, and so when we kind of write this essentially method section, it's explaining, okay, to solve the problem, any solution needs to do, you know, X, Y, Z. And when I'm comparing our options, I'm going to compare them on these criteria. So it's these nice set standards that help us, you know, evaluate in a very data-driven way, which is actually going to be, you know, the best option. So at least one criterion must be researched through primary methods. Okay, so at least one of your criteria, you need to generate some new data. So you could run a little experiment. Uh, you could conduct, you know, an expert interview. So find somebody who knows a lot about this, you know, topic, this subject, write interview questions, go talk to them, right? Generate some new knowledge. Um, or you could do kind of a, a really brief, easy you know, survey, thematic analysis, just make sure that you are generating new research. Um, I think based on the time as well, most students choose to do a quick experiment um, about, you know, their, their stuff uh, or find somebody to interview. Uh, okay, then you'll have, you know, your options doesn't have to be in this explicit order, but you need to address the different options that are available to solve the problem. So we need to understand what it is you're comparing. Uh, and then you give your results. This section should compare the different options based on your requirements for data driven decisions. Think of this section as your results to report out the data for each criterion. So if I am evaluating everything on cost, then in the results section, I need to actually say this is, you know, the calculation for how much it would cost to implement and maintain solution A. Here's the cost to implement and maintain, you know, solution B. Obviously, one, you know, might be higher than the other. Um, and then if I'm looking at maybe like logistics or effectiveness or public sentiment, right, here are the results from each of those criteria. Uh, and then last, of course, you end with summary, conclusion, recommendations. Uh, these sections should summarize the key findings of the report as well as provide that final recommendation on which option to choose. So in your kind of discussion recommendation section, you're saying, okay, well, maybe option A costs more, but it also is going to be more effective and it has a stronger public sentiment. Okay, so now comparing and sort of talking about all those, we might lead you, okay, recommendation A is actually going to be the best one. So in that you're really just unpacking your results with that context to, to explain why your final recommendation is that most kind of logical, feasible, data-driven one. Okay, so that's the basic thing that you're creating, right? You're doing a report on an issue in your field or just a field that you want. It needs to have some existing solutions that you're going to compare. And your goal is to conduct research both primary, so new data, and secondary to figure out which solution seems like the best way to go right now. And then you write it in a formal report. Um, okay, so um, if, you know, that's, here's kind of your TLDR, right? You will use all the writing, design, and visualization tools from the semester to generate a useful, usable, and enjoyable formal report. You need to deeply research an issue in your field that relates to environmental impacts, cultural impacts, economic impacts, or technological concerns to then recommend the best solution to that issue based on the criteria, comparison standards, data. Remember, this is not an essay, right? We're not in English class. You're not writing just an essay um, because you're including 
headings, tables, graphs, callouts, and other design principles that help readers skip, skim, and scan the whole document. Right? We do not expect our readers to go through kind of all these paragraphs like we expect in an essay, reading every word. Instead, we very much expect them to jump around to the sections, find what they need, uh, sort of get in, get out with the data, the recommendations that they're looking for. Your final product will be at least five single spaced pages of body content. So kind of the core intro, background, explaining the options, explaining the methods, offering the results, leading to your recommendation. Uh, kind of at minimum needs to be five single spaced pages, any fewer than that and guarantee you are missing some really important information. Like it's just going to be extremely hard and incomplete to do it in less than five single space pages. Um, and then total, you know, it tends to be 10 ish plus total pages because we will have front matter and a bunch of back matter. All right. So in terms of the timeline, this project does have a lot of sub steps. So in total, this is going to make up about 40% of your final grade in the class, but it's going to be broken down into a bunch of kind of um, sub steps and additional things, drafts, a presentation. So let's go through that um, general kind of recommended timeline and all these milestones for you. So the due date for this report is November 17th, 5 p.m. Um, and then after feedback, you can revise until the end of finals week. Note though, finals week ends on a Thursday, not a Friday because commencement activities are on Friday. So you can revise until Thursday, uh, December 14th at 9.40 p.m., which is the official end of finals. That is when the last finals block is over. Um, so here's some of those stages. I recommend, right, hopefully you're listening to this in week one, sometime between October 23rd and October 27th. Uh, and your goal and is to really read through, um, you know, all of the, the stuff that's posted, especially the tutorials, the samples, all the um, audio commentary, all of the tips, the frequently asked questions, like all of that. Um, so kind of week one, make sure you understand what's going on. Then in week two, so try to have this done by November 1st, brainstorm your topic ideas and narrow down the best choice. Remember, you can only make a choice if you give yourself real options. Um, so as you're narrowing down your choices on, you know, your whiteboards, your notes, book a room in the library, use that whiteboard. Just get as many ideas of topics as you can on that whiteboard. And then maybe pick your top three that just seem most interesting. And for those top three, outline a purpose statement, see if you can think of or find any actual solutions that exist right now, and figure out what your criteria would be. And then once you have, you know, that super quick purpose solutions criteria for your top three options, it will be much easier and clearer for you to make a, an informed choice of what actually is going to be best for your paper. Um, also in week two, so once you do that, um, build your outline with clear notes, ideas, placeholders, and plans for every section. This expanded outline should really show the direction, the shape, and the content plan for your report. Now you need to have that done by November 3rd because you will be submitting your extended outline with those detailed notes on November 3rd for um, 
like me to, you know, review and make sure your your outline, your thoughts are in a great place before you get too much further. Uh, and there also will be peer editing. So for that November 3rd, you have to submit it on time because Canvas will automatically assign you peer review groups. And if it's submitted late, like it gets excluded from those assignments. Um, and so that's like one functional reason. The other is like, seriously, like you need to start your project. You need to have these things in place or else it's really going to sneak up on you um, and going to be a bad time to get it done. This is a lot of work. So I need to see a good extended outline. It's not a full draft. It's an outline that includes all of the kind of details, um, you know, uh, mock-ups, just like what is actually your plan? What are you going to write in these sections? Right. Um, so then from November 4th to kind of November 10th, you should be reviewing your assigned peer review outline. So you'll look at your peers, what are they doing, assess the strengths, weaknesses, and then obviously take things that you see other people doing that you're like, that's a great idea. Maybe you evolve, adapt, implement that into your own work. Things that you're like, that was really confusing. Let me make sure I'm not doing that in my work. Um, all that comes into play. Now, um, during week three, so from November 6th to November 13th, you should research your topic and fill out your outline. And as you start, you know, filling out your outline, you're really writing and drafting the report now, start outlining your presentation. So you will give a three minute presentation about your research um, to the class. So as you're writing the report, also be creating your presentation deck, kind of do them at the same time. Um, one obviously informs the other. And then as you build your presentation and try to talk about it, you realize, you know, gaps where you need to do more research and it just works really well to do them at the same time rather than trying to build a presentation kind of post creation. Um, uh, also make sure that you conduct your primary research during kind of weeks three, um, uh, weeks three and four. Again, it could just be, uh, you know, an expert interview. So go talk to a professor, you know, on campus that seems to research in this area, uh, or go, you know, talk to a local organization on that. Uh, you could find somebody on LinkedIn or Instagram, send them a DM, see if you can send them an email. Um, you know, or if you do like a little mini experiment, uh, this would be the time to do that. Okay, on November 10th, you will submit an outline and draft of your slide deck. And again, all throughout week three, basically from like November 4th through this November 10th date, um, you are filling out your outline, doing research, and then start building your slide deck draft. So you will, again, this is for peer review, and this is for me to give you some early feedback on the direction of your paper, another just accountability check to make sure you're actually making progress. Um, this will close if you miss it, like you miss out on those points. Um, and so I'm just looking for a basically a little outline of your script, like what are you going to say in your three minutes, and then an outline of your, like a draft of your slide deck. So what generally is going to go on your slides? Um, then you, in week four, so November 13th through the 17th, review all the comments on your outlines, make any adjustments. This is also submission week. 
Uh, and then on November 17th, so right before we leave for fall break, is when you will submit your full report. It should have the front matter, five plus single space pages of content, and the back matter. Um, also, before we leave for fall break, I want you to have finished your peer editing on the presentation outlines. Um, so you submit your outline on the 13th, um, and then just, you know, that whole week be providing feedback to your peers. So that way, um, during week five, which is fall break, November 19th through the 26th, obviously don't be working that whole time because you, you know, can do whatever you do during fall break. Um, make sure you, you do have that time. Uh, but this semester, right, our campus policy changed. And so we are actually off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. In the past, we would have had like classes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and so you do need to like work on your presentation, basically be practicing, get that ready to go during fall break. Um, so that way, um, you're ready to present. We will do our live presentations the week after fall break. Okay, so you come back literally Monday after fall break, ready to give that presentation to the class. Um, and then uh, if you're in the priority group, so if you turned in your paper on time, you will get your feedback published on December 1st. Um, and if you turn it in late, then I'll, you know, give you that feedback on a rolling basis. And you have from December 2nd to December 14th to make your revisions and get that complete. Hooray. And then, of course, just revise and submit new ones until you're done. So that is, you know, the big schedule. Definitely in whatever way that you track your tasks and your due dates and the things that you need to work on each day, make sure you you know, look at this um, in Canvas, uh, in the project portal, and make sure you get all of those dates. And this is a really big project. So it's important that you spend 20, 30 minutes every day, just like make some progress, work on it, and really hit these deadlines, um, these kind of sub deadlines. So that way, you get it done. All right. Hooray. Um, as far as like the project specifications, again, you have that whole table um, and here are the main things that we're looking for. So the first skill is to be able to produce a usable, useful and enjoyable recommendation report that solves the challenge. The challenge, of course, being um, an issue related to some sort of sustainability, equity, uh, economic or technological thing in your field. Um, and how you are practicing that skill is producing a formal recommendation or report. Um, why? Practices researching and writing formal solutions focused reports as common in many STEM and business careers. Um, and really, I'm looking, you know, that you have a really good, complete, full report and that your work shows professionalism, like serious effort, interest in your topic, you know, credible, ethical work. Um, you know, just pick a topic that you actually want to learn about so you do a good job on this report. Okay, then you need to create a descriptive title page and summary. So you are required to have a title page and a 250 word abstract 
um, that practices, you know, creating a summary um, and just some of those navigational tools that signal the formality usefulness to the reader. So your cover page, you have that title, all your author information so people can cite your work correctly, and then an abstract that summarizes the big picture of every section with a clear explanation of the results in one paragraph. Then, still in the front matter, we'll create professional navigation. So you need a well-formatted table of contents and a list of figures, list of tables. Really practice using those built-in tools that Word has to make these. Um, and, you know, that's really what I'm, I'm looking for. Does it include all the breaks, shows front matter, back matter, all the pages are correct. Then you will explain the purpose of a recommendation report with context on the problem at hand by including your orientation to the situation, introduction and a problem, background section, really practices, you know, prioritizing and summarizing information for the audience to understand, right, their needs, looking for that clear purpose statement, as well as clear descriptions, definitions, and data points used to explain the problem in detail with context on why they matter. You'll identify the logistics and factors important to evaluating a solution. What that means is I'm looking for your explanation of criteria and methods for the research, helps you practice problem solving, creative thinking, as well as how do we generate viable solutions and then uh, more um, ethically and objectively judge those solutions for their feasibility. And so you need three criteria or areas of research um, just explained. The criteria need to be defined so we understand the parameters. Then you conduct your primary research to generate appropriate new data. What this means in the report is that you describe the procedures for completing your expert interview, survey, or experiment. So tell me how you got some primary research and then provide an appendix with your like interview questions or your raw data. Um, and it just practices kind of an intro to designing research methods and collecting new data. Um, okay, then as we get towards the end of the report, right, you need to evaluate the solutions to a problem based on set standards. So what that means, discussion of the research with the final recommendation, you're practicing locating, synthesizing information to make data-driven decisions. And I'm really looking that your final recommendation is clearly connected to the analysis of the criteria in a logical, uh, logical credible way and that all your data, you know, is reported as results and then synthesized in the discussion section to explain how that recommendation was reached. Uh, so those are like the big key areas. Then we get into um, some of just the other skills you need to practice. So you're continuing to practice to cite research with information that helps the audience identify the sources, which means you need a reference list and at least 10 sources in IEEE format. Uh, you also need to practice generating appropriate visuals that help tell a data story for the readers. So that means you need minimum two visuals representing data or concepts. So graphs, tables, illustrations, diagrams, or renderings. They make sure they are not just decorative though. Like, yes, it helps make our stuff nicer, more enjoyable, like pretty or whatever, but like they need to actually represent like data concepts that the reader needs to understand um, and that practices visual thinking 
Um, and so what I'm looking for is that your visuals are meaningful to the content data or key points with a clear data story provided in the caption and surrounding text. And the caption expands on the context rather than repeating the title information, right? So if you give me a title, which you should on a graph and whatnot, don't just repeat the title and the caption. Like, yes, I literally already read that. Like, I can see that. Give me more. This is an opportunity to tell the story that you need the reader to understand. Uh, and then last, as always, use editing tools and techniques for correct polished writing in combination with document design. So what that means, use a combination of headings, font changes, color, bullet points, tables, diagrams, and callouts, etc., to convey meaning as a complement to your text. Practices designing information to enhance the writing. Right? That's part of the presentation piece of technical writing and presentation. And I'm looking to see if you use language to convey the exact meaning with clarity and largely error free. Right? Seems like you really try to revise, polish your work. There's only, you know, maybe a, a couple mistypes, but like you clearly put in effort to fix it. Um, used a variety of design tools with unique or custom choices. So you're not just chilling with the defaults, like actually make some choices in your design. And it is a clear combination of headings, font, color, bullet points, etc. Um, used really well. So those are all your specifications. Again, a really quick rundown. Basically, you need to write a formal report. Go back to your hybrid materials that talked about what a formal report is. Uh, you will have a title page and an abstract. You will have a table of contents and list of figures, list of tables. You will have an introduction section and an explanation of the you know, background context problem. You will have a method section that explains your criteria and how you went about your primary research. So you will generate new data, so it's not all secondary research and looking at other people's data, you need to contribute new data in your paper. It could be an interview with somebody, you know, in this field that knows a lot about it. it could be a little experiment. Um, you could run just like a very basic quick survey. That's fine too. Um, and provide an appendix of that interview question or data at the end. You will have a discussion of the research with a final recommendation. So you'll have your results section that explains all your criteria, all your data. Um, and then you'll have your discussion that sort of gives that kind of like SWOT analysis in a way, right? Keep using that framework. So it's, hey, here's the strength of this solution. Here's its weakness. We, we you know, directly compare them. Even though this one costs more, it's going to be better in the long run for this reason and explain why, right? How you got to the final recommendation. You need a reference list, IEEE format, at least 10 sources cited. You need at least two visuals representing your data and your concepts with captions, you know, proper citations and captions, uh, you know, create your graphs when possible. Uh, and then you'll have document design. All right, so the rest of the page, you know, goes through templates, samples. I have um, a basic template for the report, for the extended outline, um, options for a research log, all sorts of video commentary on samples, both student made, ones that I've made, uh, and real recommendation reports. Um, you know, they pulled from like NASA and FEMA. 
um, and the Stanford Institute for Economic Policy. So, you know, review those obviously in context with what you actually need to be doing on your project. There's also tutorials, tools, tips, all sorts of guides, videos. Uh, there's a one that's really important is all the word tools for the report in both the online and desktop format. Um, and I marked all the chapters. Here's how you add title pages. Here's how you add a summary, table of contents, list of figures, graphs, captions, tables, like it's all there. And so watch, watch that content. So you have that tutorial on how to do stuff. Um, and then there's also the frequently asked questions that you can kind of read and go through. Um, the last thing, just to make sure you really understand and remember that in terms of submissions and grading, right, you are turning in an outline of your report, you're turning in an outline of your slide deck, you are doing peer review, so you're leaving comments on both of those things for your peers, all of that's graded, um, then you're submitting your actual report, and then you are giving a presentation. So there is technically six things that you will submit and be graded on and earn points for in this unit. All of those kind of make up for, uh, you know, quite a bit of your of your course grade, obviously. Um, the frequently asked questions, you know, just kind of go through, uh, again, really summaries of what we've talked about. There's tips um, you can use. I recommend you use Microsoft Word. Um, it's really that this is what it's made to do. This is like words like core purpose and bread and butter. So you should use Word. Um, you can use Google Docs, though it's definitely not as optimized for this specific task. All right, thanks y'all. Bring your questions to class. Bye associates.